Welcome back to another episode of the Shalina Fultz Talk Show. Listen, I am so excited. I just got back from New York City. I was there for three days for orientation for something very, very, very special that I am super proud of. I am excited to announce that I have joined the inaugural cohort of Goldman Sachs, One Million Black Women, Black in Business. And we kicked off last week with three days at the Goldman Sachs headquarters in New York City. And now that I'm back home, I am ready to live a much bigger and braver life. And that kind of leads me into our topic for today, which is the importance of a clear vision on your way to a bigger, braver life. Today, I have licensed, certified social worker and coach Angela Marie Williams on the show. She empowers entrepreneurs to achieve their vision through braver decision-making She's also a podcaster of the Bigger Braver Life show, and she has over 13 years of experience in the field of human psychology and success as a social worker, therapist, and coach. So please help me welcome to the show, Angela Williams. Hi, Angela. Thank you for being here today and welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad to be here today. Awesome. So Angela, I love taking my listeners and viewers through a journey when I have a guest here. So I always start off by asking, what did eight-year-old Angela want to be when she grew up? Yes. Oh, goodness. Um, so this is actually pretty funny. I reflected on this recently. Um, and I was always, I remember always like playing like that I had an office or like a shop. Actually, I, I uh, played that I had a fashion design Ooh. shop. Uh, yeah. And a line like and <laughs> from our conversation. I remember that. Um, so I was always like doing something businessy. And so, you know, some of my family members, my, my dad, my grandpas, um, you know, my uncles, they had their own business. So I kind of had a little bit of that entrepreneur uh, spirit there. So I was always kind of playing that. Awesome. Okay. So from, obviously you're an entrepreneur today because you are a coach, but you're also a social worker. So how did you go from, okay, I'm going to be an entrepreneur to, I think I want to be a social worker now. Yeah. So what happened was, um, I started in college. I got my degree in psychology and I was like, I'm always, you know, I love talking to people. I'm always supporting people. I know that people have hard times and I really um, have been the listening ear for them. And, you know, I love being able to help people see their potential and their next steps and supporting them and, you know, giving compassion and all of that. So I got my degree in psychology and then decided that I wanted to actually go into business for myself in private practice. So down the road, that's what I wanted to do. So then I went to, um, I got a job right out of undergrad then I went to pursue my master's degree in social work. So I kind of went the educational and, and social work route first and then was able to get licensed. And then uh, after that, decided to open my own business. And then while working with some of my counseling clients, my therapy clients, really realizing, you know, the difference between therapy and coaching is that, you know, in therapy, we're looking at kind of what's happening now and what happened in the past to, to bring that forward today. And how do we heal some of those roots and hurts and all of the things that have happened uh, to help you become successful today and kind of move forward. And in coaching, you're kind of looking at, okay, where are we at here? We look a little bit back at, you know, maybe some of the patterns or thought processes, but really focused here and moving forward. 
And one of my Clifton strengths is futuristic. So I love looking forward. I love supporting people and, you know, helping them to build their bigger, braver life, see their future, future vision come to life, right? Um, Make those goals and achieve them. So I really found more of that passion in that zone of uh, genius, zone of excellence, right? In that, in that area. Yeah. So we talked about that because I was recently on your podcast and we talked about like the zones of genius. And that is a reference from the book, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, if you're wondering like what we're talking about. But um, so you said you love talking to people and you have a podcast. What motivated you to start the Bigger Braver Life show? Yes, thank you. So uh, I have a Facebook group women building a bigger, braver life. And, you know, I thought it'd be really cool to bring in some experts. Um, I actually, in high school, I was in, um, what is that newspaper and yearbook and all that. So I was constantly interviewing and creating new things and love sharing people's stories in that way as well. So I kind of thought, oh, it'd be really cool to hear other people's stories um, and be able to share those with my group. So I had invited a couple guest speakers in and, you know, we had some really awesome folks talk about abundance and money mindset and really getting your financial future together, really embracing, you know, the way that you want to live life. And I'm like, I think more people really need to hear this because as I was growing up, I don't know about for you, but as I was growing up, I learned a lot from the people around me the people around me that were helpful and good, you know, they were able to normalize the things I was going through. They were able to um, make it tangible to achieve the goals I wanted. They were able to show me the way. And, you know, whether I saw them or I heard them or had a conversation with them, that's how I knew I was inspired to do so. So I thought, why not open this up as a podcast? So many people can access it and really get that inspiration, support, and guidance through that forum. That's awesome. Yeah. And I'm sure um, it has really helped a lot of the women in your group. Is is the group mostly for women? Is it that? Yeah. So the Facebook group is mostly for women, Um, you know, high achieving, really want to build that bigger, braver life. Um, and, And the podcast is really open to anybody who, you know, wants to build that bigger, braver life too. Um, and I want to, you know, I pull in so many different uh, folks, you know, on their entrepreneur journey or just their life journey, whatever that is. So people yeah. get that broader range too. Right. Okay. So let's go ahead and get into the topic today. We're talking about the importance of a clear vision on your way to a bigger and braver life. So first of all, like how important is it and how do we, what steps do we take to get that clear vision? Like, how do we get there? Yes. So this is one of the things I'm really passionate about, because if we don't have a clear vision, it's kind of like we're in a ping pong ball machine or a pinball machine, right? It's kind of like we're going boop, 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 boop. And life is just kind of taking us from one area to another. So it's like, uh, wait a second, this is just happening to me where I feel so overwhelmed, right? We get stuck, we get confused because we are not the leader in, in having that clarity and the direction that we want to go in our life or our business. So it's so important because I don't know if you've ever felt stuck or confused on something in an area of your life, but it's painful, right? Like it is pretty awful. And I can, (laughs) you know, I can see how that impacts everybody, my therapy clients, my coaching clients, my friends, my family, myself, right? When we get in that stuck place where we don't know what to do, it actually hurts. So that's why I'm like, okay, let's not, because there is a way to give us that clear vision and that clear path going forward. And that is taking time to number one, 
assess what is going on for you right now. What is working? What's not working? What do we want to add? What do we want to eliminate? And what is our big desire? What is our big dream, right? So it's kind of taking stock of what's going on and then giving ourselves permission to dream big. I think that's something that, um, you know, we really need more of. We really need more of that encouragement to be able to say the things that we want. Um, I, I don't know where I heard this, but I heard something, um, I can't if it was on a show or a documentary or, or a talk show, something, but it's like, you know, we aren't told to dream big. We're told to like keep our dreams to ourselves and our wishes to ourselves. So it's like, think about when you were blowing out the candles in your birthday cake. They were like, okay, make a wish, but don't tell anybody or it won't come true. Like, what? Like when they said that on the show, I was like, oh my gosh, like that Denise. is so ingrained. It's Denise. Um, she has the book. Duffield Thomas. Is it Denise? Yes. 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 I heard that on her podcast as well. Yes. yes. And it made so much sense. Like, why are we keep, like, because if you don't say it out, if you say it out loud, it's not going to happen. And yes. then like, what? That's not real. Right. So yeah, it's like, we need that accountability. We need to speak and give it life. Yeah. I, that, I read it in her book. Uh, yeah. For those yeah. who are yeah tuning in, um, Denise Duffield Thomas is uh, a money mindset and abundance coach, I guess. Right? Yeah. Uh, she has multiple books, actually. I think maybe three. Or okay. More. I've only read this one. Yeah. yeah. She's got a whole boot camp. She's got all the stuff. She's really great. Um, yeah. So that's where I heard that. And I was like, wow, like that is so such a powerful example. And then, you know, as women, I think there's extra layers to that. So we're not told to celebrate ourselves or, you know, wish for something big. It's like, we have to kind of be small and quiet and not be like, I don't know if I can cuss on here, but the B <laughs> word. Yeah. Like not be bitchy, like yeah. we, we can't be assertive. We can't like go after things we want because otherwise we are, uh, you know, labeled all of these nasty things. So it's like, we've been pounded with societal messaging that we can't do that. So sometimes when I, um, so I hold workshops um, and different activities where I specifically hold space for people to like take their time and give themselves permission to dream big because we are not taught that. And sometimes it's really hard for people like surprisingly so. So I think that's where we have to sit uh, and kind of take some time for ourselves and actually allow all the desires on our heart to come out. So, you know, free, write, take a journal. Um, I have a, a vision like masterclass workshop format that I do. I do this with all my clients too. So when they sign up, we are extensively going through this because what it is, it's not just like, oh, you know, I want the beach house, which that's great. That's awesome. You're entitled to that. But a lot of times, like people want to do things that are so big, it feels scary and overwhelming. So we automatically shut that down because we're like, oh, can't do that. We think about the how and we can't come up with the how and then we just kind of shut it down. But that's not how great things come about. Right. We need to give that air and space in life to uh, to really get that clear for us. So um, if you want to you know, start a movement, if you want to start a business, if you want to completely uh, redirect your uh, uh, generational curses, right? If we want to get rid of those and, and really get some generational gifts going on, right? Um, that's where we need to allow ourselves to dream and, and wish for that and want that. And that's totally okay. So again, getting clear on where you're at, where you want to be, where's your dream state. And 
again, the how, we're still mad at the how, right? The how comes later. We don't really care about the how, and that's where people get caught up. And so it's being able to do that. And it's also like looking at what do you want to leave behind in this world? What do you want your legacy to be? What do you want your quality of life to be, right? It's asking ourselves these questions that we don't get asked ever, if ever, or on a daily basis, right? It's being able to sit and take time and actually think of these things. Because when you're able to, and I do this a lot with women, actually women and men, but I do this a lot with my clients. It's we need to also figure out what our non-negotiables are, what our values are, what our purpose and our mission is here. Um, So for example, when you're looking for a partner, like a lifelong mate, you don't want to just be with somebody to be with somebody, right? You want to have that very specifically clear. I mean, there's what, 6 billion or whatever people on this world. It's easy. I mean, one argument is it's easy to just kind of be with somebody, but you want the right person. That's where you have to get very clear on what that desired person looks like for you. And that's what your non-negotiables are. And that's all that. Again, sometimes it feels like we don't have the confidence to stand and say, these are my non-negotiables and I'm holding to these boundaries, right? It's like, we just kind of go along. So that's really what to start. I think I answered your question is why it's important and how do we start? Um, So then we find that when we start to put our fear, our wishes, our fears come up. When we put our dreams and our, our wishes out there, our fears tend to come up and get in the way. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. I wanted to um, backtrack to something that you were saying about like the internet might be a little um, slow right now. Oh, mine or yours? Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, you are breaking up a little bit. Uh oh. So I wanted to backtrack. You mentioned about like even the quality of life that you want to have. And in Denise's book, the Get Rich Lucky Bitch book, she says you need to basically start now. You know, if you say you want to be this rich woman later, like start living a rich life now. Like don't do things that make you feel rich, like whether that's going to get a pedicure or or getting a blowout. She's talking about like how she would get her hair done and just made it feel like a million bucks. And, um, so that's, that's so like, <laughs> that book motivated me so much because I was like, wait, I'm going to go get my hair done. Let me, so it's like getting, I, and also, you know, another thing that I've done in the past, when I, I worked with the mindset coach in the past and she had me to, um, create visualizations and record them on my phone and listen to them before I went to bed at night or yes. like waking up in the morning. And it's so crazy because some of those things have like started to come to pass already. Yes. Yeah. That is so amazing. It's so powerful. I am in therapy actually just, just this week, I did a visualization exercise with a client on reducing pain and it totally works. So there is so much power that we have by visualizing and, and using our emotions for that feeling of when we have this thing, this accomplishment, we got to feel that now. So how do we practice feeling that now for it to come true? So that's, that's an amazing exercise. Yes, I believe in writing it down and saying it out loud to make it feel real. And even when you have something, I always tell people, like, if there's something in your head that feels like, you know, you want to say something negative and like, repeat the opposite, let the opposite of it come out of your mouth instead. So, right. It's choose that new successful thought. Yeah. What's going to be helpful? What's going to make us expand instead of contract and feel like crap? That's not helping anybody. Absolutely. 
So um, could you name like a time in maybe your career or as a social worker or as a coach where you felt like you had to, I don't know, um, live this bigger, braver life? Like there was something that you had to accomplish or that you wanted to do, but you need to be brave about it. Yeah. Yeah. Even just, you know, so many times (laughs) come to mind, but you know, even just making that leap from that, you know, nine to five life into entrepreneurship, you know, I had all of the pieces that I could do it. And actually what I did was I started my, uh, my business, uh, while I was still working a nine to five and, um, I worked on the weekend. So I ended up was working like seven days in the week and I was burnt out. If you can imagine, Um, you know, I was just exhausted. I was actually getting sick. Uh, I had to go to the doctor way more than normal migraines. Like my body was literally going, stop, stop, stop. What are you doing? Um, and so that kind of fueled me, but, uh, for a while I was very conflicted on leaving to go full-time for many uh, full-time in my business for many reasons. And, you know, there's fears, right? There's fears of, will this make any money? Will this be successful? That imposter syndrome came in, even though I spent thousands of dollars and had thousands of hours of education on this and experience on this, right? Um, You know, leaving my work family was actually really hard for me because we were, I was really bonded with some of the people that I worked with. So, you know, and and feeling like I was going to disappoint them, right? So there was a lot of those fears and you know, limiting thoughts or beliefs that, oh, there, you know, it's not going to be the same after, or I'm not going to make sense, you know, all that kind of stuff was coming up. Um, and, and that took a lot of bravery for me to say, no, I'm done doing this. Like I'm making the leap. We're going to just figure it out as we go. Oh gosh. I can totally relate because I recently left my nine to five and Um, this morning, actually, I was looking at my um, notebook or a calendar or something. And I saw the note of like, I had like goals for the month. And one was like to leave my job. And I have a headache. Like I literally have a headache thinking about it. And like you said, it can like, you can, it can be painful. <laughs> like you can actually, honestly, when you're not working in your calling and your purpose and what you're supposed to be doing, it can literally cause pain in your body. Like you said, like your head could start hurting, like your stomach for no reason. You're like, why am I feeling like this? And as soon as I finally made that jump, I just felt so much better. It's like a weight just like lifted off of me. Mm. Um, yes. That's how, you know, right. Your body is literally telling you when you make the right decision, it feels like relief. It feels like peace. It feels good because the body doesn't lie. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So now tell me more about like your coaching and the group and, and what is like the ideal client, or if someone is looking for you, what type of coach are you that, you know, they could come to? Yeah. Great. So I'm a success coach. And I help my clients get success in their business and in their life. Typically, the folks that I'm working with, they're CEOs, they're entrepreneurs, they are visionary leaders. They want to lead in their in their life and their work or their business. Mm-hmm. So really trying to support them in making the braver decisions that it takes to show up and be that leader, that successful business owner, that successful person that you want to be, that confident, um, having confidence, having clarity you know, having the conviction to own your shit, know that you're awesome and show up and deliver, right. And do the things you want to do in alignment. So other pieces that I work with my clients is, you know, if you're feeling burned out, it's, we need to totally rework the schedule and what you're doing and how you're doing it. 
so that you are not feeling burned out because it's kind of like, you know, what's the point of going to do something you're passionate about if you're still feeling burned out and not enjoying it. Right. So um, that's really where the focus is. It's doing these things without the overwhelm, without the burnout, without the self-doubt, it's being successful, how you define success, but really in a way that is you're showing up brave, even if you're scared, that's okay. It's about showing up anyway. And how do we do that? How do we cultivate that confidence to continue to do that over and over and over again? Awesome. So Angela, thank you so much for sharing today. And before you go, I'd love for you to first let us know where we can find you and also leave us with your favorite life quote or mantra. Yes. Yes. Thank you. So um, I want to share with everybody a free guide that I created uh, for you all to start on creating your bravest life vision. So, uh, you know, I know that she's going to share that with you all. And, and I'd love you to go through that and really give yourself permission to create that braver vision for yourself. Um, you can find me on my website at angelamarie.co or on Instagram at angelamarieco. And I'd love to chat with you. Feel free to connect with me. I love that. Um, and then my favorite quote, one, I have so many, but one of my favorite ones um, is, is they, I think it's like a rough translation, okay. um, but it's like, if not you, then who, and if not now, when, and I believe this is by, um, they took this from Hillel, an old, uh, I think philosopher type. Um, so I I've got the quote sitting actually over here on my bookshelf. Cause that really inspires me. It's like, you're right. Who's going to do this, but me. Right. And, and I'm not putting it off. We got to do it now. <laughs> so that really inspires and helps me fuel me forward. Awesome. I absolutely love that. Thank you again for joining us today, Angela. Yes. Thank you for having me. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you give it a five-star rating and subscribe. You may also watch it on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash the Shalana Fultz Talk Show. Hey, don't forget, I'm on Instagram at Shalana Fultz and I love meeting new people. So send me a DM introducing yourself and telling me how you found the podcast. See you next week. Same time, same place.